You are now listening to Miss P Speaks podcast, hosted by Tommy P. This podcast is available everywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts. Hi, my name is Tommy, and this is another episode of Miss P Speaks podcast. And on today's episode, I have a guest. Her name is Cassandra Rosa, and she's a life coach, clarity creator. Um, she's an author, an award-winning speaker. Ooh, an award-winning author, too. Ooh, let me give her all her accolades. Um, she's also a Reiki master, and today we will just be getting in her mind, picking her brain, and then just having fun with it. So sit back, grab a drink, and let's get right into it. All right. So hi, Cassandra. How you hi. I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. So I tried to do a brief intro for you at the beginning, but I suck at doing introductions. So if you don't mind, <laughs> please do an introduction for the listeners. Thank you. Yeah. So my name is Cassandra Rosa. I'm an intuitive life coach that works with millennials to help them find the clarity they need to create their dream life and business. I really love helping my clients to clear what's holding them back to create a clear vision for what's next and have some action steps so that you can finally make your dreams a reality. Mm -hmm. um, I have my own podcast as well. It's called Clarity Conversations. That is a variety podcast. I have conversations with my audience authentically sharing parts of my story and when I needed clarity most, um, as well as having guests come on. And we're really just having authentic conversations, talking about all things personal development and business for spiritual entrepreneurs. And last year, I released my very first book. It's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. And it's really created to help people if they're navigating through uncertain times and don't know what to do next, saying mm -hmm. now what? Helping them to yeah create an action plan and make their dreams a reality so yeah that's me <laughs> that's awesome so i kind of mentioned that you uh, are also into reiki yeah mm -hmm. so um quick question because that's one thing that like popped in my head um how has that worked with the pandemic because i know like people don't want to be touched <laughs> right now so how is that working so Reiki is essentially an energy healing modality. So everything's an energy, right? I'm sitting on this chair. It's made up of energy. Energy is everything, right? So energy can surpass anything, time, space. So I can actually facilitate Reiki healing treatments virtually because energy, everything's energy. It can oh, surpass time. <laughs> Always sending good vibes in Reiki energy. Reiki is essentially like um, a Japanese healing modality that I'm a channel for love energy, God's energy, light energy, whatever source you believe in. I'm the middleman to send all the good vibes. <laughs> that nice. Oh, can I have you in my corner? I love all this energy I'm getting right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of um, finding clarity and understanding what the next step is, um, I know in the previous episode, I had shared a story of how 
you know, I felt like I was developing myself and going forward with myself, but somehow it just seemed like, you know, sometimes people don't still believe in you, even with all your, um, all your successes, however it is that you choose to like build yourself up. Sometimes people just have bad energy. So how do you like, cause I need this for myself. How can you just stay focused and know to just ignore all the, how can you ignore negative energy? I think that's where the question is. How do you ignore negative energy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that there's lots of things in the spiritual world or personal development world. There's like cord cutting or like separation or pushing them out of your life. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, having all of these things. But what I like to say is just shine brighter. Continue shining your light. Continue being authentically who you're going to be. And there can be different energetic matches with people, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're going to start, if you shine brighter, that you're going to attract people that are similar to you of where you're at. And you're going to have a new friend group of people, you know, your boss babes, your support, your accountability partners. And maybe the people that are sending the bad vibes, maybe they're is a way that they can be in your life, but in a different capacity. So I find that once I kind of reclassified the people that I had into my life and shifted my expectations, things began to change. Because I know when I started my business and studying spiritual stuff, you know, and entrepreneurship, some of my friends were not entrepreneurial. And the way that I looked at it as, hey, when I'm having business conversations, I'm going to have them with boss babe people that get me so that I don't feel down when I'm talking about what I'm creating. And I'm really going to honor that relationship for what it is. So maybe it was... In the past, you hung out and you had so much fun, or these are people you can shop with or go to dinners with, but really identifying your expectations for people in your life. Yeah. Because maybe they don't send the bad vibes when, you know, you're talking about things that they like, but maybe they're sending the quote unquote bad vibes when you're talking about things that they don't understand and your relationship hasn't had before. So classify your friends, identify these are my business friends. These are my OG people from back in the day that, you know, we had all the memories and that we can go and catch up and have a drink once in a while type of friends. And that just helps with your expectations and your energy. Hey, so speaking of certain expectations and knowing the levels to have friends at, because now that you're seeing this, it puts things in perspective because the, okay, now you have a different mindset to it, but I feel like there are times for someone like me, I feel like I've outgrown certain friendships. But now that I hear you say it, it's like, I haven't outgrown it. It's just that my expectations from them are a little more than what it should be because they're not on the same level that I am in that moment. But would you advise like helping them get on your level or just take them as they are and just match their own level and maybe lower the bar, <laughs> quote unquote? Um, yeah, I, 
in my perspective, in my experience, I used to view myself as a different level from them, but then that created more separation because I like to create very love and harmony in my life. So I don't want to make myself feel like I'm better than anyone else because I tried that path and then it just made things more separate. So the best way to perceive it is like you have all of this information about podcasting. Maybe all your friends don't have information about podcasting. So how can you talk about podcasting with them if they don't get it? So really just acknowledging your evolution and growth for what it is and and really giving credit and giving love and respect to where they are in their journey, right? Um, So in that process, it's, you know, there's times that like you have amazing friends that have been loyal for so many years and you feel like automatically you feel like you've outgrown them but I think it just really comes down to you're expecting them to be the podcaster entrepreneur like you and they're not so really honor the friendship for what is honor them for where they're at and you can still connect with that because you've been there right so really see the connection and really shift the expectations about what you're going to talk about and what the experience is going to be like to be with them Oh, that is amazing because I never really thought of it like that. And I feel like that will help because you know how people, they say, oh, we grew apart. If we're able to do that, more friendships would stay longer. And then it all boils down to respect, like you said, like respecting where they are and not just feeling like, okay, well, you know, this is where you are. This is where I'm at and all of that. So yeah, that is amazing because I, I never really thought about it on in that light and um with that um i know sometimes it could seem like all i'm trying to match that expectation for me i feel like how do you not see it as a setback yeah well i would think that the biggest setback would be losing them and pushing them out of my life entirely so that's kind of the way i see it and to add, and add to something you asked prior you're saying should we be teaching them and i feel like i've tried when i was on all of this spiritual quest and business quest and entrepreneurship i'm like everybody should be an entrepreneur yeah. like i was explaining that to my friends but they weren't getting it because they weren't open so you can't teach a dog um new tricks if it doesn't want to learn like if there's not an um if they're not interested in learning about something they're not going to be open they're going to be closed so what i would say is you level up you share your goodness and before you know it energy again it goes back to energy like attracts like right they're going to they're going to find it contagious and inspirational and before you know it they're going to start things like to think even my sister for example i went on this entrepreneurial path and i would explain it to her in the beginning she didn't really get it but now she started her own business now she's creating a vision board Right. She came in my room. She's like, what's that? A couple of years. And then a couple of years later, she has her own and, and, and comes to me and asks me, I want to learn about Reiki. I want to learn about it. So like your vibe and the way that you're shining your light will be contagious and that will help them in their timing versus trying to convince them. You need to learn everything I know, you know, so yeah. just let go, stay in your lane, honor the friendship and the relationship for what it is. And I, I can assure you in their time, they're going to be curious about what you got going on. Okay. So say there's somebody, cause you know, we all have that one person. There will always be closed doors. Like we just know those ones. How do you keep your energy sane while they're with all that negativity and not trying to even be open at all. 
Yeah. Like if you assess the friendship and you look, is there anything, is there joy in this friendship? Do I feel good when I'm spending time with this, these people? Um, is there a part of the friendship from the past that we can still have today? Like having joys, going on adventures, right? If, if the answer is no to everything, then maybe it is time that you let them go. Right. Because that time and energy that you're spending towards that person could be with this new entrepreneurial friend. So it really comes down to looking at the friendship, looking at the relationships of these people and saying, is this still beneficial for my life? Does it still bring me joy? Do we have a good time? Do I feel good hanging out with the person? And then if it ends up being no to everything, then maybe you have to let them go and maybe they'll come back into your life later once they grow and evolve. Right. True. That is true. Um, Okay, so speaking of spiritual entrepreneurship, what is spiritual entrepreneurship? Yeah, so I feel like in terms of entrepreneurship, there's so many different types of entrepreneurs. There's people that like to sell products. There's coaches, right? I find spiritual entrepreneurs are people that are really interested in energy healing modalities in life coach, but they use their intuition more kind of like what I do. Um, meditation teachers, yoga teachers, all these different types of people. So yeah, that's how I would define it. Oh, because I've <laughs> this is the first time I'm actually hearing a spiritual entrepreneur. So I, I said, I was like, mm, that looks interesting. <laughs> so I was like, I had to ask. So I'm trying yeah. to put someone out there something too. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could be religious too. People include their faith in their <laughs> entrepreneurship. It could be people that are really into like manifestation and really want to connect with the universe. Yeah. Right? Like the thing now about manifestation and yeah. uh, you know affirmations like that could be a spiritual entrepreneur oh, okay. mm-hmm. that's very interesting I'm a spiritual entrepreneur in my own life too yeah yes so um I know you said you do this mainly with millennials and um what would you say is the biggest struggle that millennials have Yeah, I spoke about this really in depth in my book, but I feel like millennials have so many now what moments, moments of uncertainty more than they ever have before, because the way that the system is set up with schooling and, you know, high school and then university and college, and then, you know, looking for these traditional jobs, right? Like when we look back at our parents, it was easy. They got their degree, boom, they got a job. That's it. Now, things are changing. This millennial generation is really standing into entrepreneurship, really Mm. stepping into let's get out of the box. Mm. Like this is the box of like the nine to five. Let's create what we want for our lives. So Mm. I feel like there's the influence of the family that's still nine to five security, Mm. but there's this millennial generation that's like fire. I want to have something that's yeah, the world is my oyster. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the big struggle is letting go of the blocks that we have from other people, letting go of the blocks that we have in ourselves and the fears, mm-hmm. and then really defining what do I want my life to look like? 
Like what, what does that look like for me? Do I want to be a nomad? Do I want to have an online business? Mm -hmm. Do I want to start a podcast? Like what, what do I want for me? Not what my parents told me, not what society told me, not what my friends are doing, but what do I want? So I think it's that and knowing the how, because this is very uncertain. This isn't what they taught us in university or in high school. Start your own business. This is how to become a social media influencer. This is how to become um, a, a spiritual entrepreneur, how to become a life coach, right? So it's helping people with the clearing of the mindset, the understanding what they want for themselves and empowering them to take the action steps. But those are the problems. And that was what I used as the foundation to create my business. Oh, wow. That, that is on point because, yes, that's like the biggest struggle. It's like I'm, I'm trying to do this for myself because you find a lot of people, they have careers, but they don't have passion. They don't have joy in what they do because they are trying to match the expectation of the outside world. It's like, okay, so I come from like an African background and I know growing up, if you're not a lawyer, doctor, um, engineer, or along those lines where it's like big name professions, it's like, you're not really doing the right thing. So like when you go to school and you say you want to study music or you want to do art or you want to be a business person, it's like, oh no, you should get a day job, get that income coming from somewhere yeah. steady without having to do that push. So yes, I can see how helpful what it is that you do is and how impactful it will be. And it's interesting that you say that because my Italian upbringing was the same, mm-hmm. you know, of like, you know, become a doctor, become a teacher, become a lawyer, become, you know, take over the family business, do it secure. Mm -hmm. And it was like, now what, now what, now what? And, you know, that's mirroring even more now with everything that's going on in the world. There's so much uncertainty of what's next. And now the system is falling because Mm -hmm. these nine to five working class people, some of them, they've lost their jobs, right? So now I feel like even more, all the millennials are being shaken up and being like, it's my entrepreneur moment. Now, this is my time. <laughs> and uh, I, I love how you have the African background. Actually, when I traveled um, in Namibia, Africa, I did some volunteer work there. And that's when I fell in love with mentorship. So Africa is a very special place in my heart. I can't wait for COVID to be done so I can go travel Africa. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to go back home. Yes. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> Uh, this has been a very fun conversation. Like I can just tell how amazing you are as a person and how your energy is just flowing all through here. So um, I know, like you mentioned just now, there's so much uncertainty with the pandemic, with everything that is going on. So um, I would just like you to just put out some positive energy with everybody listening right now and just, you know, do your thing. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So I'm streaming lots of good vibes to you all. And I want to give you some takeaways too, so that it's not just this podcast when, when we're off with our interview, when you finish listening, that that's not it for you. I really want to give you some tangible things that you can take away to help you navigate if you're experiencing uncertainty. So I think it really comes down to three things. Finding something that will help you clear your mind and work through your emotions because it's really emotional to lose your job. It's really emotional to not know what's next. It's really emotional to experience fear. 
So find an outlet that will help you clear your emotions. So whether that's something like journaling or it's having a girls night zoom or hanging out with your girls, depending on what the restrictions are, Um, whether it's dancing or really getting into nature, have something to express your emotions and work through them. Because I feel like when you suppress them, that's when really you get stuck, right? Next, create something to figure out a goal and a vision for yourself and make it fun, like creating a vision board, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a blog post all about that. You can see it on my website there. Um, but like really seeing what it is, what's possible, like sky's the limit, making a bucket list, right? Like have fun with mm-hmm. identifying what you want for your life. Yeah. And then lastly, choose one of those things on your bucket list, on your vision board, whatever that goal is, and take one step in the next 24 hours. So if it's creating a business, even if it's from the beginning, maybe it's like, I'm going to figure out what my business is going to be about. I'm going to figure out who I want to serve. I'm going to go and check out an Instagram page of a coach and learn something from their content, right? Really taking one step, because at the end of the day, it's one step after the other, after the other, after the other, that will help you in a blink of an eye achieve what you want. So, yeah. Lots of advice. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. I feel like it is short, but then it has so much in it, because I just feel so full right now. And. I just want to say thank you. This has been an amazing conversation. And I know definitely other people that are listening right now feel the same way. So I just want to say thank you. It's been nice having you on here. I'll have the details of how people can get in touch with you, how people can find your blog, your podcast, and your book. And I'll have that in the description of this episode. So thank you so much again, Cassandra. Thank you so much for having me and I'm looking forward to connecting with you all. Awesome. Me too. Till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know and do not judge me by my podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Miss P Speaks Podcast. Search Miss P Speaks Pod on all social media platforms and follow to stay connected.